Howdy do everybody! I got some fun random schmatterings, schmishmatterings of things to talk about with you today or tonight or whenever it is when you're uh, listening to this. Um, <laughs> uh, man, <clears throat> uh, life's been good. Life has been crazy, weird, enlightening, challenging, you name it. But, uh, you know, at times, in moments of clarity, I can't imagine having life any other way. Uh, I like that my life keeps me on my toes and it keeps keeps things spicy and keeps things interesting. And I think if you really actually kind of think about it and you really look at your life, you'll realize that your life th- keeps things spicy for you too. <laughs> and uh, man, I honestly, like I'm telling you, if you just shift perspective and try it out and just think, man, what if my life was tailored directly to me? And what could I be learning from the circumstances of my life? You really, uh, it really changes your look. Because, I mean, you got to deal with your life one way or another. So you might as well just assume that it's made for you specifically. Because then you can, you know, there's there's a point to everything. <laughs> and that's when the, when you feel like there's no point to anything, that's when you get into some, some dark waters. Uh, which, you know, nobody, nobody likes dark water, especially me. <laughs> Terrified of dark water. Ooh, and then more, more so the things in the dark water. Ooh. Well, thanks for joining me. I'm Sig Neutron, and this is... I, I don't know if this is a great intro. I don't know. We're just we're, we're spewing it. So <clears throat> why do I, got, I feel like something in my throat? Yeah, it's just, just getting worse and worse. Uh, I'm Sig Neutron, and this is Sig Neutron's... Sputron. <laughs> and I'm fucking this up. Signeutron. Sputron. Signeutron. Sleazy Sputron. So what have I been up to lately? Well, uh, I think most notably, I took a break from social media last Wednesday. And man, it has really impacted me more profoundly than I even realized. You know, it's funny because like we all inherently have this sense of wrong and right and what we should be doing. It's like we all know that we should be exercising and we all know that we should be eating right and not overeating and you know, like, and then we inherently have a sense of wrong and right. Like don't steal from people, that's wrong. Um, You know, and it's funny because we all sort of admit that we're just social media addicts <laughs> like it's it's just out in the open um and we're all yeah everybody knows that we spend much much too much time on social media and especially it's just such a hostile toxic environment and you know like i've talked about like it doesn't bother me anymore but i do realize that i feel the effects of what i call the social static because I, I don't know, I was just feeling, I try to like go with my intuition and my guides and what, where the, what are they telling me to do? Because again, that's another thing. If you, if you ever feel lost, like if you just kind of open up the possibility that you have like a team of, I, again, I've tried to stray away from the term spirituality because it's, it's associated with too many connotations. I'm going to find a word that's not spirituality, but if you want to like, seriously, just play around with the idea that you have these ancient cosmic masters that, uh, are looking out for you because 
I, I think if you really pay attention, you dissect your life and you think about it, you'll, you'll notice times when it's like, hmm, my gut really convinced me to do that and it really paid off. Or I knew I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyways and something told me I shouldn't. It's, like, it's those kind of things. Your guides talk to you in your head. They're, they're literally that angel and devil on your shoulder. It's going to get you into trouble to learn things or help you avoid trouble to learn things. Either way, you're learning things, and that's really the point of it all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my point was uh, taking a break from social. And I realized what it is. It's like I have to use it for my job because I need to connect to people and share things with you. And like that's what I do. I'm, I'm a creator. I'm an artist. And uh, so social media is good for that. But I have to reevaluate how I was using it because I realized it's this endless scrolling through other people's stuff that is, I, I don't know. Do you guys have this? Like you're... You're scrolling and then you're just like, holy shit, like two hours have passed. Like literally, like not even exaggerating, like two hours have passed before. Like this has happened to me many times. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I was really just staring at this box in my hand for like two fucking hours. And the answer is yes, I was. And it's just, it's fallen down this hole of like scrolling and scrolling. And and then I realized that, you know, when we're doing this, we're, we're getting so absorbed in other people's lives. We're absorbing different frequencies and different perspectives and different narratives that aren't our own. So we essentially forego our own life to be wrapped up in this collective web of story. And we use social media to hide from ourselves. We we hide from the fact that we don't really know what we're supposed to be doing with our time. Like we're, we're these sentient beings that don't know what we are. We have no idea why we're here. We just know that we're we're like, we're smart enough to question the nature of our existence, but we have no idea what it is. Like, but but that's the thing is that a question cannot exist without an answer, and a problem cannot exist without a solution. They're just two sides of the same coin. So the answer of who we are and why we're here is out there. Things are not random. Things that, like, seriously, look at the nature. Like, look at how crazy designed this world is. And if you talk to most physicists, they're like, yeah, dude, uh, we dig so deep into the math of the universe that it, it there is a definite cosmic intelligence behind this. Uh, like, you could call it divine intelligence, whatever. Like, just don't get tripped up on the terms. Like, just realize, like, hey, this world, it works so well, and it's, it's like, it's by design. Like, it's not random. Can you, like, the, the odds of us randomly forming are so astronomically bonkers that it's, it's almost, it's, it's way more absurd to believe that we're random rather than think that we are just, we're here by design. And if you start, like, if you open up to that uh, perspective, then a lot more things start to make sense. But I think a lot of people are scared of that perspective because they're like, oh, God is like, uh, you just immediately think God, and then you think Christian God, and then you think that this guy in the sky wants you to repent for some fucking sins or some bullshit and it's like it's not no it's not like that man like the more i dig the more i really think that we're this 
third realm. Like we are infinite minds that live outside of the realm of matter. And this is science. There is like the third dimension is one of many dimensions. So our minds exist on a higher plane. And then we decide to incarnate in these physical spacesuits to have experiences and to learn about ourselves through the decisions and, and things that we make. Because if we like the realm outside of the matter is a limitless realm. So we decide to essentially plug into this video game, this world of limitations, so that we can test out our mind because we need limitations to 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 test our metal, you know, and I and and, and learn. Uh, and it just so happens it's like an MMO, like we all get to tap into this world and we all get to do it together. And that makes so much more sense to me than. I don't know, the Christian view of like, oh, be good and you'll get to heaven or be bad and you'll go to hell. It's like like an infinite hell or an infinite heaven are both hells. Can you imagine being in a place where everything is infinitely perfect all the time? You wouldn't have to strive for anything. Like, what would you do? You'd get so bored. <laughs> Same thing with like, I don't know, how long could you infinitely suffer somewhere before you're like, okay, well, I guess... Yep. Is it hot pokers up the ass today? Okay. You know, it's, like, it's just the concept of like an infinite heaven or an infinite hell. Just to me, it sounds both of them sound like hell. Uh, it's it's change and, and growth and new experiences. That seems like the nature of the universe and the nature of who we are. Um, damn, I went into a big old rant um, from that. Uh, yeah, breaking breaking on social media. So it allowed me to cut out the social static. And it's only been like five days. This is my fourth day or something. And I just feel so it's, it's made me face myself and look at myself in different ways. Like, I mean, <clears throat> here's the thing. You can't just jump off social media and expect to like your life changed. I mean, it will, but you have to replace that because if, if you're like me, social media was such a huge part of your life that you have to replace it with something. Otherwise, you feel lacking, kind of like if you're quitting drinking or any kind of addiction. And if you, if you put yourself in lack, that's the source of all of our human problems is lack. And if you solve the problem, like, so you have to replace social media or any addiction with something better, something more fulfilling. And that's why I've had, like, a, I've been developing a daily meditation practice, uh, eating right, like, exercising, uh, doing good and learning. Like, I've been, like, I've been excited to learn, man. When's the last time you got, like, excited to learn something? Or have you just been going through your life every day? It's like, all right, waking up. Now it's time to go to work. And you work and then you come home and then like you just go through this cycle and you don't do anything to break up your cycle. And I'm not saying like there's nothing wrong with like going to work and everything. It's like wherever you're at in life is where you're supposed to be. And what you learn from it and what you gain from it is up to you. And only you know what you're supposed to be getting from it. So the, this isn't I'm not downplaying where you're at, but also we're creatures of habit that we can get stuck in our own hell. Because remember, anything that's continuous would be nightmarish. So if you're in this same cycle of work, rinse, repeat, and you don't do anything and step outside of your comfort zone or change anything up to give yourself new experiences, then you're just stuck in this monotony. And life shouldn't be like that. You should be enjoying life. You should be challenging yourself. You should be bold and, and learn new things about yourself through new experiences. And I think cutting out the social media noise allows you to really reflect and do some introspection and find out who you are. 
because we're living in everybody else's story, but really you're the main character of your own story. Everybody else is just a character in it. Right now, my voice is just a side character in your story, and you're the hero of your story. So I'm just a character that is presenting to you a different perspective. Maybe like I'm, this is getting you excited. This is, this is your wake up call to start your quest. Like, what are you going to wake up tomorrow and do something different? And the universe is going to be there to back you up because it wants you to do something different. It wants you to change. It wants you to learn. It wants you to have new experiences because that's what we're here for, man. The universe is cosmic, infinite love. And I'm finally understanding that. And a lot of times, some of you probably won't understand some of the things I say. And that's not because you're stupid or incapable of understanding it. It's But I'm realizing that the most profound truths are the most simplest statements. Like I say the universe is cosmic divine love. To you, like what does that mean to you? And you'll only understand the truth of that once you've put in the work to like really understand what that means. Because words without weight are just words. So, you know, like your life will take you on a journey to understand what that means. And once you start understanding these deeper truths, everything becomes magical and amazing. Like when's the last time you really ate food. And do you know what I mean by that? Like, do you think about when you eat? Are you always thinking about something else? Are you, I don't know, watching TV and like sort of have like, yeah, you ate the food, but then you end up overeating because you're not really present for the experience. So when's the last time that you just like started eating and like focused on all the textures in your mouth, the flavors, like really used your mind to consciously think about like pick out the oregano, pick out the pepper, like break up the the different flavors that are going on in your mouth. And do you realize how magic and amazing and crazy kooky, like awesome, like the experience of you just have the simple thing, like what seems like a simple act of eating is actually profound and fucking magical. Do you, do you know how many processes are happening? Like you, first of all, like just the food before it got to you, like it was grown, all these different parts were grown in different parts of the world and somehow they made it to your plate and you combined them in a way that was like amazing and you like added spice. And they see that's, I think this is like life. I think you can equate life to food because you take all these elements and you put them together. And I think that senses and feelings, they're like the spice of life. Because think of senses as a dimension. So your sight, that's one dimension of experience. You see things. If you could only see things, you couldn't touch them, you couldn't feel them, you could just see them. So that's one dimension. But then you can hear things too. Whoa, so now you can see something. You can see a guy playing the guitar and you can hear him playing the guitar. So now you're experiencing that in two dimensions. So now, but then you can also move. So you actually like move your physical body. So now you can see, hear, and move to the music. So you're, it's a 3D experience. And then if there's like smells in the, this, wherever you're at, then you're smelling something as well. Like you're seeing, you're hearing, and you're smelling, and you're moving. And then on top of that, the music makes you feel some kind of way. I think feelings is our sixth sense, or it's our sixth plane of experience. It's because it's all dimensions, man. And think about, like, if we didn't feel anything, what would be the point of anything? But, in we, it, like, in a, a perfect objective universe, we have to be able to feel good and bad because if you don't know what sweet tastes, if you don't know what bitter tastes like, you can't know what sweet tastes like. So 
this is like we are multidimensional beings having multidimensional experiences every day, but we sort of take it for granted. Is where a lot of times we're unhappy, and we're, but if you just like take a step back, take a breath, unplug from everything for a second, and just realize how fucking magical you are, like after that the world opens up and it becomes fucking magical. Every moment of your experience becomes magical because this I can't even explain what I am. The experience? How would you explain what sight is to someone who has never seen? Or any of the senses? How would you explain what touch is to someone that has never touched anything? Like, it, it's, you just, you can't. It's something that you have to see to believe. You have to experience it to believe it. So don't take these experiences for granted. Really give them, give them respect, honor them, and, and think about how magical they are and what they mean to you because every moment of your life is profound and wonderful. And, you know, if you get back to basics and you start from there, man, it's only up from there because baseline existence is fucking awesome. We're like living in the most realistic, immersive, virtual reality ever. Like whatever like ancient cosmic being create that created the third dimension of matter, like those minds, like they created the perfect video game. Think about it. We're trying, we're trying to do that too. We're trying to uh, create the most realistic graphics, the most like immersive experience, the this, that. Like we're trying to basically recreate our own reality. How funny is that? Because we we want to create an experience within our we're already having the most amazing profound experience but yet we want more so we try to create like experiences within experiences like dreams within dreams man so it's like i almost i i wonder like is uh, yeah is our realm just a video game and then when we create a virtual realm that is like so realistic and and flows by itself all the algorithms run itself like then that's another plane of existence is that what's happened throughout time is like we've just created our own virtual worlds within virtual worlds within virtual worlds infinitely <laughs> you know like it's fun to think about Whew, ah this is, i had some coffee today and i don't usually have coffee which is another thing man yeah this is why we call it sputron because i'm just gonna go well throw the words at you I think you really got to rethink your relationship with caffeine. Uh, and this takes some, again, we're, we're addicts to caffeine. And now that I've taken a step back, reset my palate. Same thing with the salt too. Like anything that you over, you, if you like somebody that loves salty things, are you somebody that loves spicy things or sweet things? You're like saturating your experience with like, you're overdoing it. If you take like a week and you just like, like, cut your salt for a week, then after that week, everything is going to be so much more salty to you that you won't even need that much more the salt. And our bodies, think about it, they're designed, they're supposed to run themselves. They're, they're the most wonderful, amazing bio machine ever created. It's a multidimensional physical spacesuit for you to, for your mind to have a physical experience. It's supposed to work on its own. But we have become so dependent on caffeine that we just believe, we've convinced ourselves that our bodies don't produce the energy. But it's because we've become so dependent. Like I became so dependent on alcohol because I just assumed that my body could not produce happiness. Like the world was gray. It was shades of gray to me. I just thought 
whatever. I, I just couldn't get out of the funk. And I was like, oh, so booze makes me feel something. And I assumed that it was the booze that was giving me an experience. But really, my body is capable of such an amazing, profound experience. Like, I don't need coffee now. I, I drink it sometimes. It's a treat. It's like a fun thing to raise my vibration sometimes. And, and I feel it. It's like, it's so much more profound. Like, I know what coffee feels like. It was the same thing with, like, alcohol when I drank it every day. I didn't know what it felt like anymore because the alcohol just made me feel baseline normal. And if you're drinking coffee, if you feel like you need it every day, then it's, you know, that's putting you, if you're drinking coffee to feel baseline normal, like you've sort of, you're, you're drinking it too much, you know? So I urge you guys, or just a polite suggestion or a different perspective, maybe rethink your relationship with caffeine. And yeah, it's gonna, you're gonna have to detox. It's gonna be tough, but it's worth it. Trust me. So a little little nugget there. The other thing I've been doing now that I've given up social media is uh, when I drink water now, I have this thing. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Like this is just, this is not health advice. This is just something I I did. So I don't know. Maybe you can drink too much water. I don't know. But what I've been doing is I drink a glass of water. But before I drink it, I look at it and I just, I love the water. I tell the water, like, I love you. Like, and I just like, I feel love for the water and the water, like I, like I'm imbuing the water with love. And then when I drink it, I just, I pay attention to it going down my throat and then filling my stomach. And then just like, I imagine it going into all the cells in my body and just like hydrating me with love because I gave the water love and it's giving love back to me. And then, then when I, when I have to go pee, uh, then I drink another glass of water so every time i pee i drink a glass of water but also like i love i imbue it with love every time and you can do that with your food too i think a lot of our food that that we eat that and the reason why we're so unhappy is that you are what you eat and a lot especially meat man it is it is tainted with trauma these poor animals are corralled and and slaughtered and they live unhappy lives so it's like that is encoded into their meat and you're consuming that so that's a part of why we don't eat meat anymore is because for one, like, econ- like you know, the, the environmentally, it's like environmentally much more responsible not to eat meat. That's a whole different story. But two, also it's the trauma in the meat. So anytime I, I do, and that, that I realized that's why people like prayed over their food because they're, they're raising the elevations, they're raising the frequency of the food before they consume it. Try it out, man. Like, just use your, have fun. Use your imagination and think, all right, if I imbue my food and my drink with love, like, and I take that love in, imagine that you're taking it in. And then do that for a couple days and then see how you start to feel. Take note. Are you feeling better? Are you feeling happier? Are you feeling more energized? Well, then, dude, you're using your mind to, like, literally, that's magic. That's how magic works, with belief. And, and actually conscious thought and intent. I, I, I'm telling you guys, magic is real. You just got, you got to believe in it. And who doesn't want to believe in magic? So give it a try. Give these things, a, 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 you know, a little, a little try, you know. <laughs> oh. So I was thinking the other day, um, I feel like the, the era of just those, I don't, I don't want to say blockbuster films, but just those impactful films that were so quotable and like 
everybody and their mom had seen it. Like, it doesn't matter. It, like, transcended genre. It was just, like, for instance, Forrest Gump. When that movie came out, there was not a single person that had not seen Forrest Gump. And everybody, life was like a box of chocolate. You know, it's like everybody was quoting it. Everybody had seen it. I was way into horror films and, you know, like, sci-fi and stuff, but I had seen Forrest Gump. Like, everybody saw it, (laughs) you know? And then there was, like, some other movie, like Ace Ventura, everybody quoting Ace Ventura when that came out and like Napoleon Dynamite as another one and that was like a low budget just weird film but it it somehow struck a chord (laughs) and I just I don't know maybe maybe it's because we're moving out of the era of motion picture and into the era of the show like the series that it doesn't seem like there's that many quotable things or I wonder if it's just I don't know are we not making movies that are that magical and that resonate that much anymore i don't know it's just something that i i think about i don't know the answer to that but i like to think about things <laughs> thinking about ace ventura how about like jim carrey's acting career man when it, he did the number 23 everybody's like what the fuck man what why would he do a serious role it's like just make us laugh clown you know it's like everybody got so pissed off and that movie tanked but it's like you think about we tend to like not think about celebrities as people but like hey man like jim carrey wanted to branch out and do something new and creative and expand his like horizons but then we all shit on him because like no you should just be funny weird guy <laughs> yeah, it's like but then he kind of i think he had like a spiritual awakening for sure like he's saying all this like existential trippy weird shit and like i get what he's saying these days like i haven't really done a deep dive into jim carrey but i feel like i could do a whole episode which i think i will do that a deep dive into jim carrey i'm gonna like research more of his quotes and like what how he's what he's doing in life now i'm gonna i'm gonna do yeah because i think it, it pairs well with like what i've the realizations that i've been coming to it's like he kind of once you start realizing like a lot of the, a lot of things are just bullshit we're like wrapped up in a lot of bullshit like many layers of bullshit (laughs) and and when you see that it's like profound and it it, it jars you a little bit but also it's very freeing but uh yeah so you know what let's do let's do a segment i haven't done in a while and uh yeah here we go So first up, man, there was this game uh, for PlayStation 1 called Nightmare Creatures. And it was, I fucking love that game, but it was like so hard. It was, uh, it's funny because I look back on it now, it's like I'm a big like Aleister Crowley fan and the the villains was named Adam Crowley (laughs) and he's like somewhat cultist. Um, But you you play this uh, like, I don't know, he looked like a monk or something and this lady, you could play as either character. And you're fighting this occult dude. And uh, the the climax at the end is like the Great Fire of London or something. Um, but I remember there was a, a like a cheat code that you could play it and you could play the as the monsters throughout the game. 
And it's funny because there's these giant blue guys with these huge arms and tiny little feet, and they were called Dockers. <laughs> it's just so weird. I, was like, I don't know why I even remember that, but that's something specific that I remember. And then they had a sequel. Well, actually, I read uh, just recently they had a they ported the game to uh, iPhone, which I, I kind of want to get that. Uh, but then the sequel, uh, you played this, this dude that escaped from a mental asylum. He's all like bandaged up and he has a trench coat and an axe. And I thought he was so cool. Like I, I love playing the bad guys or look the evil looking people. He was a good guy, but he was all jacked up. Uh, and the music, uh, Rob Zombie did the music for that one. Um, yeah, those are some good games. Nightmare Creatures, check them out. Uh, and tr- play it. I don't know if you want. It's, it's hard as shit. <laughs> um, I, thinking about it, actually, like I remember how the first level and it just gave me so much anxiety. The first fucking werewolf would just like slaughter you. I'm like, oh my god, this game is really hard. <laughs> um, speaking of playing like the bad guys or the anti-heroes, you guys remember the game called Loaded, and then there was Reloaded. And I said, man, the art always spoke to me. It was just these, it was like this clown guy with a gun and it was, it was hyper gory and bloody. I just looked it up because I was like, what is that? What's the story? What's the deal with that? And it was actually like, there was, uh, it's based on a, a Vertigo comic. Garth Enoch, Enos, I guess, contributed some characters to it. It was about these psychopaths that team up to fight this uh, other psychopath and bloody mayhem ensues. Uh, but, you know. I don't know. I was all about it. <laughs> all right. Next, I want to talk about who remembers Mighty Max. That was my fucking jam. Like, I had the toys. If you don't know, Mad Max originally started as, like, the Polly Pockets for boys. <laughs> it was there was these horror heads, and you was just, like, this little kid with a cap, and they, they had all these, like, secret little traps, and you would open up the head and it was the playset. And then, oh man, they came out with the Dragon Island, which was like this huge playset. And it like opened up, had all of these fucking awesome. Oh my God, it was so good. It was so good. But then they came out with an animated series. And it's funny because I just looked it up uh, because like I kind of remember the story, but looking it up, I'm like, holy shit. Because again, I'm telling you guys. We are writing, giving ourselves answers, like cosmic answers. We're channeling it into our stories. And I was like, I feel like there's some kind of occult shit with Mighty Max. And I look it up. And so in the the show, they add two new characters, Virgil and Norman. And Virgil is the last fucking living Lemurian. And like, so if you don't know, Lemuria and Atlantis were like two supposedly ancient civilizations that fell and then which led to our timeline, which is, like I said, I think we are a post-apocalyptic society of Lemuria and Atlantis. <laughs> I didn't even know that he was a Lemurian, which that's, that's fucking crazy. But uh, Norman was like this Viking dude. Um, yeah, and then he like travels through time space with his cap and goes on adventures and shit. And it was, it was so good, dude. And apparently it was kind of like violent, like people actually died in it. <laughs> like what kind of cartoon do people actually die? Dude, I'm gonna go back and watch that. Actually, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta check that out. But yeah, dude, Mighty Max, the fucking, the business. <laughs> Speaking of weird cosmic trippy shit, um, <clears throat> basically any laptop computer I've ever had, ever since I was 16, I started automatic writing, and I don't even know why I started doing it. 
um, I wasn't spiritual my whole life. I just um, I was always interested in paranormal stuff. But I would just sit in class and just write. I just kept like writing. And somehow like those notebooks have survived here today. And I read them now and they make so much sense. I was just writing nonsense at the time. But it's weird. So I just pulled out my old laptop uh, looking for bizarro footage, which, oh, I'll get to that in a second. I pulled out my old laptop and I uh, was looking for that. But then I was like, you know what? Let me check the documents. And I have, sure enough, I had a, some like automatic writing stuff. And I look at it. And so, man, when I made the charred heart for irreverentism, I was talking about, you know, lighting the hearts, the, the fire of compassionate fire and hearts and minds of humankind. And, uh, and then the, the sacred heart of Jesus has been really prominent because he's always shown with a flaming heart. Um, and then I read this book about like, I don't know, secret origins of the, and it's talking about like lighting the fires in the hearts of mankind. And then I look at this from 2009, like way before any of the spiritual shit happened, I was like automatic writing about lighting fires and hearts and shit. And I'm like, holy shit, all this stuff makes sense now. So it's like, this has been like an ongoing thing. So there's something about my life that all of this spiritual shit has been running in the background, but I just hadn't understood it. And now all it's like, it's almost like, okay, it's time to wake up now and pay attention to this stuff. And now that I dig deep, I'm starting to like decode old stuff from my past. And it's fucking exciting. And it's like a mystery. And it's like every day, it's like I'm living a fucking D&D adventure, man. And anybody can do this. You have all of this, like all of this stuff. Like it, it's like you are a puzzle waiting to be solved. But puzzles don't solve themselves. So you have to actively work at it. And, and it, your own adventure awaits, man. You just have to believe. That's really, that's step one, believe. And the, the, when you do that, you, you open up, like your guides are going to start like making your life really interesting. And you'll know it because like it's, it's specific to you. And there's all these weird, uncanny things that'll happen. And you're like, was that coincidence? But then they keep happening. And you're like, well, that can't, that was, I mean, come on. Okay. At this point, I just know it's not coincidence. And now I believe there's more going on. Uh, that's like I said, your adventure awaits, man. So I don't, I'm not going to get into detail yet because I don't know what any of that means, but I'm just saying like, I'm starting to, it's starting to make sense. Cause it used to be just real like gibberish, <laughs> um, but bizarre of a go-go. So exciting news, y'all. Randy and I have decided finally, we're not, instead of making a second Bizarro Go-Go book, we are going to make a Bizarro Go-Go the show show. So we're going to do a YouTube show that's sort of like a sketch comedy show. It's going to have all the Bizarro Go-Go bits, and it's just going to be rapid fire, weird shit. It's going to have the weird ads, sexy, fun, gross, all over the place. Um, and then I'm also going to make a making of docuseries to go along with it. And that's going to play out kind of, it's going to have like a face-off vibe to it because I'm going to talk about the characters for this scene. And then I'm going to show you like how, uh, how I go about making it. But then there's another layer to it that if this sounds exciting to you guys, uh, then you can help fund the show by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash rancig. And you get even deeper access to the things where You'll see, like, in the making of show, you'll get, like, time lapses of me making stuff. But on the Patreon, you'll get access to the videos where I actually how-to, where I tell you what I use, how to do it, where to get it, uh, and actually give you, like, a special effects tutorials. So if you see me, like, do a gore gag, then on the Patreon, you'll get to see, like, how I did it, like, more in-depth. 
And also you'll have access to behind the scenes photo shoots of the Bizarro shoots. And then also we are uploading old Bizarro Agogo stuff that we shot for the book. Uh, and then also like new weird sexy photo shoots of me and Ranny um, and Ranny's magic uh, recipes and all kinds of like, how you get so much for like, it, like it's only like three or five bucks. Also you can subscribe for a dollar too and you get access to like our vlog. Uh, there's a personal like Patreon vlog. But yeah, if that sounds cool and you want access to all this stuff, I already have a whole bunch of how-to videos already up. So subscribe to our Patreon because it helps also support this show too because everything we do is connected. So if you want to fund our creative endeavors and let help us make a visual Bizarro Go-Go feast for you, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash rancig. Um, yeah, so I was digging around some stuff on that old laptop and I actually found a I started a band called the Psychonauts uh or no not the, Psy- the Psychotrons wait yeah I think it was the Psychotrons yes uh and so I'll play one of the songs for you this is it was we only ever recorded one time and it was on like a shitty laptop recording but uh this song's called the Amazon Stomp and it's about crash landing on a planet of Amazonian women and uh, I don't know I like to play songs for you that we made so that's me on vocals and my pal Dorian on the guitar and Keith on drums and then oh my god I can't remember the other guy's name that was doing the guitar shit I'm sorry uh fuck I don't know but well here you go enjoy Oh, 
<laughs> there you have it. <laughs> I kind of like how it has that lo-fi, gritty vibe. Man, I want to... Uh, we were going to... like. It was kind of like a re... A revival of my band in high school, Astrodisiac. We were gonna like put on a stage show. I have different themes for each show. I I really want to get this going. I just love being on stage. So sometime in the future, we'll get that going. But uh, yeah, well, that's about it for this episode. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I really appreciate all you guys listening and I love any feedback. If you want to leave me a review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast, I would definitely appreciate it. Um, hit me up on Twitter at SigNeutron. Uh, and also I'm on Instagram at SigNeutron. You can catch me on Twitch, uh, making, making art, uh, live throughout the week, um, at twitch.tv slash SigNeutron. And, um, yeah, you can join a Discord, the Cigarette Pack. I think if you go to my Twitter, there is a invite link as the posted tweet. But, uh, yeah, until next week, you guys, um, you know, what, what do we say? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> stay weird. Stay open-minded. And remember, if you're not paying attention, then you're not going to find it. <laughs>